0: Staying up, I'm wilding out. I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in. Pushing off my sneakers to the ground, I do not jump. I move the earth down. Bear witness to the genius of my sound. Born at the bottom, but now I'm top down. Look. What's going on, everybody? My name is Robbie Cox, and welcome to the OTB Crew Podcast an all-new weekly podcast from the Off The Blocks Network, but rather than sticking to the standard interview-style show, we thought we'd throw that out the window, add a few misfits, we've gone rogue, and we are now going to have some fun. Uh, Yes, we are going to try and solve the world's problems here on the show, but please don't expect too much from us. Um, What you can look forward to, though, is plenty of fun, plenty of banter, plenty of useless pieces of information. And yes, we'll talk a bit of swimming as well. As I introduce my co-hosts, who will be joining me each and every week, guys, as I introduce you today, could you please introduce yourself to the listeners as if this were your bio for a dating website? So Josh Edward Smith, mate, we'll start with you.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Josh Edward Smith. I'm six foot two uh, single and and ready to mingle um, how's How's that, Robbie? Is that like we're on a dating show?
0: Well, mate, I'm married so I mean I don't go on the dating <laughs> websites, but that sounded good. I mean yeah i'd I'd swipe right or left or whatever the answer is to the the good one, you know whatever it is. sounded good to uh, me.
1: I swim. I do backstroke. I'm mainly a 200 backstroker. I do 100 as well and a bit of freestyle in there. I'm currently on the Gold Coast. I'm from Perth. Um, WA, the best state, in my opinion. Uh, I have a puppy. I like sneakers. That's about it. It's me done.
0: Very nice. Very nice. (laughs) I like you adding the puppy in there too. Make sure you get that in your profile pic too. That always gets the girls with the puppy. Uh, Lani. Lani Pallister. Let's go for you.
2: Hi, I'm Lani. I'm 19 and I like long walks on the beach and breakfast and hashtag coffee. (laughs) Um, I swim distance freestyle, so 400, 800 and 1500 free. Um, Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) It's not a lot to me.
0: (laughs) Very nice, Lani. Thank you for that, mate. And obviously, lastly, but not least, Lachlan Carter, mate, how'd you go?
3: Uh, yeah, so just want to make it clear, I have a girlfriend, Taylor, because if I <laughs> pretend that I'm on a dating profile, I'll probably get in trouble for that. So, uh, but yeah, so... It's
0: okay, mate. I'll talk to her. <laughs> I'll smooth this over. I'll let her know as a part of the show. It's okay.
3: Uh, thank you. Much appreciated. Mm. Uh, yeah, name's Lachlan Carter. I'm 23, swimmer, just moved to the Gold Coast. And yeah, that's pretty much me, swimming. Yeah. Uh, training to be a games deal at the casino. That's about it.
0: Okay. I see how you go. You're going to let your photos do the talking. You're not going to put yeah, out exactly. too much information. You're going to let the photo. I like it. All right. Fair enough. If you got it, well, flaunt you see, it. If go you've for seen
3: it. my Instagram, you know you know that's me. So.
2: <laughs> We're both on the Gold Coast. We just didn't invite Josh for dinner because we thought it would be better as a duo instead of a trio.
0: Not going to lie, it is awkward. So for anyone who isn't watching and they're just listening in their cars. Yeah, Lani and uh, Locke are actually in the same room together and they've had, they're having dinner. I'm assuming Taylor's having dinner with you guys and then they've left Josh just at his own joint. Love yeah,
1: you. I'm, I'm just chilling by myself. Thanks,
0: guys. <laughs> we <We'll> miss you.
1: <laughs> See you in the morning. Does
0: <laughs> <laughs> look quite sad. Uh, now, guys, given that, given that Tokyo is only a few days away, um, I thought we'd make today's theme all about the Olympic Games. So we're going to start by just having a quick look at Tokyo making some bold predictions. We're going to give our Mount Rushmore of iconic Olympic moments from Australian swimming. We're also going to play the world famous Fast Five quiz, uh, all about Olympics, obviously, which you guys know none of these uh, questions. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we're going to do right. Where Would You Rather Be? We're also going to do a little quick uh a round of Did You Know, some uh, discounted Olympic sports I'm going to throw out at you, some of the ones that uh, never continued, and then we'll finish off. I've got a, a song um, to play that you guys aren't going to hear, but the listeners will hear at the end of the show. So, to uh, let's get stuck straight in. Mate, The Olympics kick off in about three days from when we're recording this, and fair to say the Aussie team goes in with a bit of hype. After trials, the fact that travel-wise, it was only, I think, about an eight-hour trip and time zone-wise, there it's around the same time as we are in now. Locke, I'll start with you. How do you think the team will handle that sort of pressure and the hype that surrounds them?
3: Um, yeah, well, obviously, in the past, there's been a lot of pressure placed on the Australian team leading into Olympics. I know 2016, all the hype was saying we had five or six world champions leading in, etc., etc., and then when we didn't, Heart, live up to the height, the Australian meter came down pretty hard on the swimmers, but um I feel like it's a little bit of a different vibe with this team. A lot more of them seem locked in, and that you know the job the job's not over, like you know some people are partying and whatnot and celebrating after trials and I hope that those people don't think that you know it 's all over like that 's the job done now they can sit back and enjoy it so mm. I think across the board. Um, majority of the team will hopefully live up to the height but uh, yeah there, there is a lot of pressure on them that's for sure
0: Absolutely now Lani I'll, I'll come to you and certainly this Olympics is going to be like no other and we hope we never see an Olympics like this again with the pandemic no crowds constant COVID tests I mean who wants stuff shoved up your nose every two seconds what a pain in the ass that'd be what do you think some of the keys to success will be over in Tokyo given you know everything that's going on
2: I think the Olympics this year could be a blessing for a lot of the athletes being their first team. Um, having no crowds obviously takes off a fair bit of pressure as that isn't as much... Wow, that was really great English. There isn't, <laughs> isn't as much kind of external pressure placed on them. Um, it's not going to be super loud and obviously media and all the other athletes will be there, but it's not going to be 15,000 people sitting in the stands. So I think from that point of view, it's pretty exciting for them that they're going to be a little bit more relaxed. But as Luffy was saying, it's... Still a pretty intense event to be going to and they're all incredible athletes and all deserve yeah. to be there. So yeah. The I, I feel sorry
0: for um and I'll see what you guys think, but are the poor old Japanese swimmers. Like normally if you get a home games, you get to walk out and you get the crowd and everyone, you're a rock star because it's your home game. These poor bastards, they are got to walk out to crickets.
2: Yeah, it's devastating. And I mean the Olympics were just announced for Brisbane and back in Australia for 2032, which is super exciting. Um, so hopefully by then everything will be settled and back normal for us, but it's pretty devastating for them that they've had the hype of the Olympic games being in their home country for five, six years and to have it all kind of crumble around them a little bit with the pandemic and the last couple months is devastating.
0: What about for, obviously you touched on there, 2032 Brisbane Olympic games just announced only about an hour or so ago. What are you guys thinking about that? You're excited?
2: Yeah, I think it's pretty sick. I'm going to be, 30, so I'll be a little bit old, so I'll be pushing to see if I'm yeah. still swimming down. Awesome <laughs> opportunity for Australia and the economy.
3: Yeah, well, I, I'm from Brisbane myself, so that's really exciting. I'll be 34 in 2032. Potentially be able to compete at a home game. Like, I've grown up in Brisbane my entire life until about four weeks ago, I moved down the Gold Coast. So, yeah, it's really exciting. Josh?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm from Perth, but to have an Olympics here in Australia, I think it'll be amazing. And, like, you know, you look back on, on the Sydney Olympics, and that's arguably Australia's best Olympics in history. So, to, you know, to think that we could, you know, repeat that again in 2032 it was just really exciting.
0: Mate, I can't help but notice there you're repping a bit of uh, OTB merch.
1: Yeah, give it a plug. <laughs> OTB crew. I don't see your uniforms. Well, listen, I'm not.
0: I don't want to say. I didn't want to say anything, but I'm not uh, happy with Australia Post because I actually ordered these for you guys. It got sent to you straight away. You've got them, which um, I think Locke and, and Lani aren't too happy because you didn't pass them over to them. So you're sitting yeah, there with yours. Yeah, I
2: appreciate it. In your defence, they could have
0: invited it. you over and you actually could have delivered <laughs> it to them. So I
1: mean, <laughs> I hope that works. I, <laughs> well. I thought I just got three shirts. Wait, no, that's we'll for them. Have, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have them as well. Oh, okay. I'll, give it, I'll give
0: it to give them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lockmate, I'll stick with you just for the last question. Um, you know, just looking yeah. at the team dynamic of the Aussie team right now, there's a really good blend of obviously experience and youth. If you were a debutant on the team right now, who are some of the more experienced teammates you'd be looking to lean on in the Athletes Village environment?
3: Well, yeah, Cargo Pass kate campbell and emily sebum this is what their fourth olympics i think Yeah. Mm yeah so they've obviously got a world of knowledge around them um for me personally if i was over there being a a sprinter i'd be looking at someone like cam mcavoy you know this is his third olympics he's got a lot of experience at that level and whatnot so there's definitely a whole heap of experienced athletes on that team for those debutants to ride off and learn off to help them perform at their best.
0: Absolutely. Lani, who would you be leaning on?
2: Um, so I've been training on the Gold Coast for the past six to 12-ish months on and off, and some of that I've grown very close to is Emma McKean and Emily. So they've both been massive mentors to me for the past year and obviously my whole kind of childhood growing up watching them and yeah, so I'd hopefully be trying to lead on them, get as much knowledge out of both of them as I absolutely can. I do that every day at training anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Josh?
1: I mean, you can't. for me, you can't go past Mitch Larkin. I mean, he's the premier backstroker in Australia. He's one of the best backstrokers in the world, and he's been that good for a number of years. Um, so for me I'd like to keep learning off him I've had the opportunity to train with him at at backstroke camps and I've competed with him at comps um, and he's just one of the nicest guys I know but I'd also like to learn off some of the new guys as well like some of the debutants like Isaac Cooper he's come out of nowhere in the last like year Um, dropped like two seconds I'd like to know what his training's like Um, Tristan Hollard who I've been competing with for a number of years lovely guy I'd like to know how he handles himself in those sort of situations so you know, I'd like to learn of, of everyone that I, uh, that I possibly could in that sort of situation.
0: Yeah, nice. Now, guys, it's time to make some bold predictions for the Olympics. Now, obviously, centred around swimming events. Uh, and keep in mind, I've said here, bold predictions. So I don't want to hear Australia win a medal in the 4 by one women's relay. I mean, no shit, Sherlock. So, so let's try and go a little bit. bold. I'll kick us off. I'll kick us off to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So I predict Ariane will beat Katie Ledecky in all events she races her in. So, you know, anytime she's racing Katie Ledecky, I predict that. It's got to be bold, Josh. It's got to be bold. Uh, and I, well. also, predict, I op- also predict that Melbourne boy Matthew Temple will surprise the world and pick up a medal in the men's 100 fly. I'm a big Matthew Temple fan, and I can't watch, wait to watch him race, but I think the 100 fly is where he'll make heads turn. I think that he'll pick up a medal there. Lani, what do you got?
2: Um, I'd love to see... Um, Isaac Cooper make a final in the 100 backstroke. He's got so much growth and has developed so much over the past kind of a year. So seeing where his confidence has brought him in the past 12 months, it'd be interesting to see where he can extend in the next five weeks since trials to the Olympic Games beginning. Um, I don't like being wrong, so I don't really want to make any bold <laughs> predictions in case it like comes back to bite me. It's
0: the whole idea of it. Anyway, okay, I it's know, all right. We'll move so
1: on.
0: We'll warm up to it. All right, Josh, what do you got?
1: Um, you mentioned Matthew Temple. It's funny because I was going to talk about Matthew Temple as well. It's like okay. he's, he's a good he, guy.
0: We can all talk about it.
1: I mean, he's a lovely guy. But his <laughs> swimming is just so exciting at the moment. Watching him at trials, like he's really like up and coming, and he's something special to watch. So I reckon he'll he'll potentially sneak in for a medal as well. Give Caleb a run for his money. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see what the backstroke boys will do. Lani Touch and Isaac Cooper. Um, but I'm excited to see what Tristan. Hollard will do as well. I mean, his 200s come like a long way, and he's really consistent with it. He went 156 at nationals, and then he repeated that at trials again. Um, So I think I I think he will sneak in for a final, give give a medal position a nudge. That 200 backstroke feels really, really quite um, contested, but he will get in there, and he's he's a really fierce competitor. So I'm excited to see what he'll do. Um, The WA guys um i gotta you know rep my hometown so you know Bri- <laughs> Bri- brianna thrussell uh in, yeah, the, in the two tamsin. fly yeah tamsin go on. you know tamsin cook she can i talk about tamsin for yeah, a second? Go for she, it.
2: she's the Retired. loveliest person i've ever met on pull deck absolutely beautiful human most supportive person. She
1: <laughs>
0: I, I hope she's listening i can't imagine nobody anybody <laughs> not listening to this podcast mate this is gonna go uh-huh. off
1: exactly Um, she, she retired for, I think, you know, two to three years, um, came back for swimming just, I think for fitness. Um, I can't confess the full story, but she came back, um, got back in the water for a bit and then started training full-time again with the Waist squad back home at WA and then made the Olympics like within like a year of coming back to training. It's just a phenomenal story. So I'm really excited to see what she'll do if she can keep building that momentum, um, from trials. Brianna Russell, another WA guy, Zach and Surdy, um, all my hometown guys. Excited to see what they'll do as well.
0: Yeah, nice. Locke, what do you got?
3: Um, I don't have anything too bold, I reckon, across the board, you know, looking at, like, sports bet and the odds of who's <laughs> going to win different races. <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty similar across the board. The one bold one, sort of in a almost a negative direction, but I don't mean it to be as... I just have a feeling that the men's four by one free won't podium. Like I don't think they will medal. I hope that I'm very wrong in saying that, but just looking at the depth across the world in the men's hundred freestyle, like Mm -hmm. whilst we, we are deep here, the rest of the world, like there's so much depth in there. And I hate to say it, but I don't think they'll make top three. As I said, I hope I'm wrong. I really, really do. And I, hope they prove me wrong because i know those boys have a lot of talent and if they dig deep it's they're more than capable but yeah i just got a gut feeling
0: that's all right i it's a bold predictions your predictions so you can chuck it out there it's all good it might be, <laughs>
3: <for me. laughs>
0: might be a genius in the end it might come off although you're not wrong and bobby hurley and i did a, a olympic pre- uh, preview show earlier and yeah we did we did touch on that and It'll be a battle for those boys. I don't think, you know, we certainly didn't probably see them getting a gold medal. So um, I I think it will be a a challenge for them to get on the podium. But yeah, as you said, um, we, we do hope that they do. Now, the next uh, part of the show, guys, is the Mount Rushmore of iconic Aussie Olympic swimming moments, which is proudly brought to you by good friends of the show, soon to be big sponsors of the podcast, DMC Fins, and um, the best fins in the business, already ch- chucking out sponsorships, guys. So don't worry, I've got you covered. We're already starting to get some fins. I'll get those freebies up to you <laughs> soon, so DMC will look after us. Don't worry about that. Um, for everyone who doesn't know the Mount Rushmore um story obviously there's three massive heads sculptures in a granite up at Mount Rushmore South Dakota USA the heads are there of the four most influential US presidents of the 17 and 1800s George Washington Thomas Jefferson Theodore Roosevelt Abraham Lincoln apologies for the history lesson just wanted to let everybody know where this whole idea comes from now you can wake up from your sleep now that you've gotten all of that bit of information we'll kick off Josh who have you got? For, what have you got, sorry, for your four most iconic swimming moments?
1: I'm glad you picked me first because I feel like we're all going to talk about the obvious 2004 by 100 free relay. Ugh, um, unanimous. Yeah, Incredible. Yeah, then, it's okay. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. can all have
0: the same ones. Don't worry, guys. So it's all good.
1: Yeah. Um, Michael Klim, Ian Thorpe, Ash Callis, you um, me. Chris Feidler. Chris Fidler, that's it. Um, The boys smashing the the US guys like guitars. Um, Ian Thorpe coming over, Gary Hall Jr. Mm. It's just a classic race. Um, Mm -hmm. Someone's going to take that um,
0: grab, by the way, Josh, and and use that on its own. No, I'm not going to repeat it, but somebody will listen back to exactly the words you just said. Anyway, keep going.
2: I think we post it for this Olympics and just say that we're going to smash things. Yeah, same, you know.
1: Josh's words, obviously, (laughs) because I don't
2: want it to come from me.
1: But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, my God, Lani. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steph Rice. Uh, I wanted to talk about Steph Rice. So, Steph came and talked to all the Backstroke guys when we were on the Backstroke camp, and she ran through her whole story from 2008. And hearing her insight into what, what happened, like she got sick during the event, and, and for her to push through all of that and, and come out with, with golds and in, in both the irons, which is just unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. that's right up there for me. Kieran Perkins coming out um from lane eight, I think it was nineteen ninety six in Atlanta yep. in the fifteen hundred. Yep. That's that's gotta be up there. Um and my four, is it four? Yep. Uh Kyle in twenty sixteen. Phenomenal race. I mean like it's just, it's just unbelievable for him to come from last at the 50 um, to come home and then win the race at 18 years
3: old. You, you wouldn't read about it. It's just yeah. phenomenal.
0: What a beast. Locke, what yeah. do you got?
3: Um, mine are actually very similar to Josh's. So I'll try to throw a different one, a couple of different ones in there. But obviously, number one for me is Sydney 2000, the men's 4 by one freestyle relay. Like, you can't go past it. It is honestly probably the most iconic, not only race in swimming, but one of Australia's most iconic sporting moments in our history. Like the way, the way they came together, like all the trash talk that was happening in the lead up from the USA and the fact that the US had never lost that event at the Olympics either. Like just amazing. Um, another one up there for me recently I would throw Mac Horton's 400 free from Rio up there. That was an amazing swim and obviously adds to the story of like the rivalry between him and Sun and, you know, clean sport versus drug cheats. So that was, that was an unbelievable race. Um, damn. Don't steal my answers. Uh, well, I, I also had Kyle up there. Yeah. For That's all right. You can have the free. same yeah.
0: ones. It's going to happen.
3: Yeah. Everything Josh said about that race—the fact of like coming practically last at the fifty, and the way he stormed home, stuck to his race plan—and yeah, won. Like at the end of the day, in the men's hundred free at the Olympic Games, it pretty much just comes down to whoever executes their race the best. Because you know, going into that year, all the pressure was on Cam. You know, going forty-seven-zero, and everybody's talking about breaking a world record and. You know, Chalmers came through, trusted his race, and everybody else pretty much botched their race plans, and he won. So mm-hmm. that was amazing. Um, I, ha- I did have Steph Rice up there. That was pretty iconic. But and I don't want to take your yeah, one either. Take- <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's all
0: right. We, we can leave it. Mate. I know the ones you were going to pick anyway. And for all the younger kids listening, obviously we're going to talk a bit of um, rubbish within this show as well, so it's not all going to be uh, in you know educational. But I, I think if you go through any of those races, and even the four by one, if you go back and really watch those race plans, they all execute their race plans to perfection in terms of back ending it and charging past the the Americans at the back end of the race and having a really strong twenty five last twenty five. You look at Kyle, so. I think um, any of these iconic moments. Go back and look at the race plans. They just execute at the, you know, the most important time of their life, which not many people uh, can say that they do. Lani, what do you got?
2: Um, I want to say so. Obviously, the men's four by one in Sydney is iconic, and you hear about it every single year before you go on teams or on camps or away on a training camp for motivation and that sort of thing. And the boys have touched on all of the. Trash talking that was involved before the race, so obviously, that is number one for me. Um, number two would be the women's four by two from 2008, where they won gold. and I think in 2009, 18? 18 pan packs, um, we replicated that and we won was it 18 pan packs so
3: that we won the four by two, yeah, 2018. Yeah, 2018
2: yeah. All the time. um, so obviously, 2008 is a massive inspiration. I swim the to free occasionally so hopefully by the end of my career i'll have an opportunity to race in that on an australian team as well which is super exciting and the depth that's going into this year on that team is phenomenal as is the four by one um team this year going to tokyo um my third would be dawn fraser dawn is pretty much my auntie um i've adopted her into my family um She's just incredible. She's one of the most amazing mentors I've ever had in my entire life. She's supportive. She's supportive of everyone on pool deck. Um, she got four Olympic gold medals and her car number plate is four gold. <laughs> Icon, Mercedes-Benz. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the fourth one would be Mac Horton winning the 400 free in Rio and then in 2019 at World Champs, his protest. Mm. I think that he's one of the most brave and incredible people for being able to stand up and do that on an international sporting stage and have belief in what he believes in and not conforming to society's ideals around just accepting that. So, um, yeah, I think he was incredibly brave and there's so many others through Australian sporting history, especially from swimming, obviously, um, that I could talk about and touch on, but they're the first four slash five ish that come to
0: mind. I think it's massive too, about what, um, what Mac did was even if you agree or disagree with what he did, it's still a massive thing in front of the world to stand up and go, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about this. I'm not he doing it. He somewhat
2: started a movement because Duncan Scott also didn't step yeah. on the podium after the 200 freestyle. So yep. well,
3: it caused so much, it brought so much attention to it that the Olympic, the IOC came out and said that there is to be no Protesting. like protests or anything at the Olympic games in that nature
0: uh, now, listen, similar to you guys, I've got along the same lines, four by one freestyle. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. They're, they're all right. Um, four by one at a freestyle relay. Um, similar to Josh, I've got the Kieran Perkins, 1500 from Atlanta. Massive, massive moment for Australian swimming. I think it showed everybody you can win from anywhere in a race. It didn't. You didn't have to be in lane number one. Um, similar to Lani, I've also got Dawn winning um, three in a row and, and 1964, I think, the 100 freestyle Um, That's massive. Uh, And for me, the fourth one, I went with the Women's 100 Meter Butterfly from 2004. If you know it, you'll already have known. But if you don't, it was Patria Thomas winning a gold medal in a star studded field. What's more important to me in that event was just how much she'd overcome to get to that moment of the shoulder reconstructions coming second to Susie for so many years and just constantly battling away um, I, you know, as I've said before on the podcast, um, a massive, massive moment. She's a legend, so she's got to be up there for me. Now, guys, given that everyone's in lockdown, Sydney's in lockdown, Melbourne's in lockdown, you guys, your lucky bastards are not, but that's okay. I don't want to, you know, make other people feel sad about it. Uh, but essentially, we can't leave the country, really. So, given that we're all sort of stuck in Australia, not that's a bad place to get stuck, but I thought it was a good idea to, you know, just throw in a little, um, point here about where in the world would you rather be if you could go anywhere right now? So, Locke, I'll start with you. If you could go anywhere in the world right now, I know the whole cliche, well, I love Australia. Uh, We all love Australia. I know that. And this is the greatest country in the world. I've traveled around the world a fair bit, and this is the greatest country in the world. But if we could go anywhere, where would you go?
3: Um, I haven't got to travel the world all that much. I've been to a few countries, but one of the places on my Bucket list would have to be the maldives. I would yeah, love to be. I, I said that so weirdly just, just then.
2: Man. The maldives. <laughs> I would go to the maldives.
3: I would love to go there and just kick back, relax at the beach in the ocean, and more yeah, beach pics.
2: Check the Instagram. you know,
3: obviously for the Instagram, the Instagram content <laughs> would go ballistic. So yeah, that that's me,
0: <laughs> Lani. What about you? Um,
2: I'd love to be in Japan competing at the Olympics for <gasps> obvious reasons, <but laughs> <laughs> um, I'm
0: going
2: to make myself cry.
1: <laughs>
2: Other
0: than the Olympics, if you could go anywhere for a holiday, let's put it that way. If you could go have fun on a holiday, where would you want to go?
1: <laughs>
2: Japan to watch the Olympics. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I'd love to travel Europe. Um, it's been a dream of mine to... Kind of go away and go through like Italy, (laughs) Italy, London, all that sort of thing. So anything over that side where I haven't really had an opportunity to just go and have fun and do what I want, be a kid kind of thing, I guess is, yeah, anything, anywhere out of Australia would be nice at the moment, considering our government have just halved the amount of people that are allowed back into the country. So that's not very realistic anytime
0: soon. <laughs> no, not anytime soon. But in a perfect world, we, we could just beam ourselves there. We'd be in great weather at the moment over in Europe anyway, great temperatures. It's summer over there. It's, it's mouth-watering stuff. Josh, what do you got? Josh, wake up. Pay attention, mate. Where are you going? Do you <laughs> like you're staring off into the distance there. Come back.
1: I was, no, I was listening. I was oh, internalising what you were saying. <laughs> I, yeah. I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nah, look, when when we were young, my family and I did a lot of travelling and I was really lucky in that sort of way. Um, and I kind of wish I could go back and, and do it all again because I, I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much when I was a kid. Um, but the one place that we'd always go back to was Queenstown in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. We went there every year. It's where I learned how to ski and... I love skiing and it's where I, I got my love of skiing from. So I'm lucky because the there's a bit of like opening up that's happening between Australia and New Zealand. So that could be a possibility. Like I, I've, a few of my friends back home in Perth are planning to go to New Zealand soon. Um, so if I could go anywhere in the world, I'd go to Queenstown. It's honestly, if any of the listeners have been to Queenstown, you'll know it's just the most beautiful place in the world. There's so much to do. Um, they call it the adrenaline capital of the world, just because there is so much to do. Mm. Um, skiing, I want to go skiing. Um, I mean, the skiing's not great there, but it's 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 good enough that you can you can do it and get out and go skiing. So I just
0: want to do that. Go there. How, how do you guys go Put with skiing, Josh? How do you go with skiing? Good.
1: Yeah. Look, I uh, <laughs> I haven't been skiing for about three, four years now. Four years now, because um, it's it's really difficult to do with swimming. Obviously, like. The injury risk is so high, um, so it's difficult. But I'm I'm planning to get out and do it a bit more cautiously than I was when I was a kid. Um, one time when I was a kid, I was skiing like down a hill in Queenstown, and I didn't realize that you had to slow down to go into jump. So I just I sped up, I sped up into this jump and like took off and did like a half three sixty and landed on my head. So if I if I did go skiing again, I have to be a little bit more careful.
0: Yeah, I should hope so. What about you guys? Have you, got, did you guys get around skiing, snowboarding, snow at all, or no, it's just the beach for you guys?
3: I've, I've been to the snow twice, but I've only been skiing once, and I was about 11 at the time down at Falls Creek in Victoria, and I just had a heap of confidence going into it. Like mum and dad got me my skis, chucked them on and just thought, oh, yeah, this will be sweet, chucked them on at the entrance of the shop, Gone down the hill and realized I had no idea how to stop. <laughs> and so there was this really icy basketball court, and I've just gone straight onto the concrete and just flat on my ass. And yeah, it wasn't a good time.
0: Lani,
2: I've I've been skiing once, and just from this experience, I was like 11 or 12 years old, and you think you're like invincible and all the rest of it. Yeah, and I'll probably never go again just because I'm super unco. But I was at the top of this hill at Perisher. And my dad had left me up there because my skis came off and I was in soft snow. So like my boots kept getting like soft snow on the bottom of it. So I couldn't get my ski back on. And then some random came and helped me, which I was like, thank God. Otherwise I'd be dead up there. Um, And I was like, oh, soft snow. Like I'll make a snowball and hold it, hold it the whole way down and then throw it at my dad when I get to the bottom. So I did it. I'm going down. I have my little pizza thing that like makes you go slower. When no, you're, that, that's yeah. what
3: I did it. Not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I
2: have my little pizza wedge going real slow, like getting in everyone's way. And I found my dad at the bottom, and he was waiting for me at the bottom rather than at the top. And I got ready to throw my snowball, and there was this little dip at the bottom, and I didn't realize, and it like dipped, and I face planted and just skidded <laughs> across the snow. <laughs> Threw the snowball, missed my dad, hit a random, and then I was just like, that's it, I'm done. That was, that was the end of my skiing career.
0: I feel like everybody's are like similar as well. Um, similar to Josh, I went to, with my wife, we went to Christchurch not long after the earthquakes and stuff, so it was a little bit cheaper to fly in there and stuff like that, and they've got Mount Hut there, and I've never been skiing, so we, we went up there and we just did the practice ones for a while, and I started getting okay. Like, I've never skied before, and I'm not a small guy, so I've got a bit of momentum behind me once I pick up speed. And uh, and I started learning, you know, just by watching people. So I thought, no, stuff it, let's go up. So I went all the way up to the top. I didn't realise once you get off the chairlift that, like, it just starts downhill straight away. I thought you'd get up there and you sort of yeah. potter about for a little bit, set yourself up and just go, all right, you know, get your bearings. No. We went straight down. I started down. So I'm like, okay, I've noticed... They're going side to side. So, I started going from side to side. Well, my options were either going into a cliff or falling off the cliff. So, I started like not wanting to do that as much and I started picking up momentum. In the end, I had to like just drop down. I fell back. Uh, My beanie fell off. My glasses fell off. Everything was just left everywhere. And then um, as, as if that wasn't embarrassing enough, I was already ashamed of myself. Uh, this little five or six-year-old Japanese kid just pulled up on a dime right next to me as if, like, it was so easy. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, listen, mate, you got to keep moving. I, I know yeah. you're being lovely and all, but the way you just stopped has really pissed me off. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> I was so annoyed how quickly he stopped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not abuse, it was self-defense, I swear. <laughs>
0: oh skis yeah and then yeah similar to to you guys i just went straight to the bar after that or straight to the shots we weren't skiing anymore i was straight was to the bar much better option um in terms of where i'd rather be um for me uh portugal uh specifically right now in lagos and down at the bottom of portugal great place beautiful beaches beautiful people Great, uh, great vibe, and I'll tell you something as well. For anyone who's going to go eventually, check out Lagos. All the pictures look perfect, picturesque water. Um, you know, great swim through caves, all this stuff. Great beaches, but bugger me, the water is freezing. So don't let it fool you. The water is not a temperature that you can just like on the you know Sunshine Coast. You get in and it's nice. No, it is. Um, it's very deceptive. So. So, uh, if you're going to get in there for your Instagram photos, mate, you'd be in there for a couple of seconds, a few pics and get straight out because I promise you. He'd really awesome. do
3: it. He'd do it. I'd do it. You know, I was in Sydney 2019, middle of winter, and I was at the Icebergs and, you know, how'd you do it? How'd you get the grand pics?
1: Yeah. Anytime that, any place,
3: that shirt's coming off, then he's getting those pics.
0: That's
2: it. Tay's the photographer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you do have a good photographer, mate, because I noticed, you know, your hands are always free. So whoever's taking the photos is killing it.
3: Yeah, it it varies from time to time, but sometimes, at the moment it's been Taylor. It used to be my best mate, Brandon. But uh, What about Andy? Andy Vick? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Oh, that's He's, a bit rude, hey. He doesn't have enough followers.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> i got 6,000. Can
0: I come, Can I come Get a K. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, guys, we all know that there's been uh, many sports added to the Olympic program over the years, some good, some bad, some, you know, what the hell were they thinking? I I thought what we might do now is just have a quick look at some of the sports that have tragically been lost over the years in a segment I like to call Did You Know? And these are some sports that were discontinued. So some of the sports that unfortunately are no longer with us at the Olympic Games, such a crime, are croquet, croquet i mean where we why are we why don't we have that on that's what i want to know uh dueling pistol shooting yeah. dueling Ooh. pistol shooting like that I sounds fun that. actually some of these Without quite... gear, like
2: to the death or
0: well i don't know yeah. i didn't I actually re- i didn't research it i just looked at the name i just thought, we sign so up? I, we could have a look I, I wouldn't mind i think we should do it for the podcast as a way of trying to bring back some of these poorly know, lost sports. Actually, some of these sound pretty dirty, to be honest. So we've got Julie Pista shooting. There's also a tug of war. A tug of war. What Josh, the, no, you, you would have been pretty good at tug of war. Yeah. Just sit
1: sort at of the back, just take <laughs> it down. Oh, I'm moving. I'm like yeah, that was drummer. that
0: was a tug joke, yeah. No, you guys got it. Josh was really getting into oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was all about tug of war. No, you I know. Man. Get your head out of the <laughs> you're in the you're on the wrong
0: podcast. I wanted to Can't set the tone early.
1: <laughs> oh god. Yeah, we were getting we were getting that dirty into this I wanted all to right, set the to tone. Change I, mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Some of the others were rackets <laughs> and motorboating, which, which I mean motorboating.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: motorboating. <laughs> I don't have a
2: that. That's enough.
0: genuine by the way. I didn't make that up to make it sound motorboating was was an Olympic sport. Not the boating that Lachlan's thinking about. It was actual with boats and stuff like that. So, uh, Boats and hoes. Yeah, <laughs> boats and <laughs> hose. That's it. <laughs> Bit of Step Brothers. How good a really Step Brothers oh. quote on the show. I love it. I love it. It's good to set the tone They're early.
3: <laughs> the best.
0: Now, guys, I, I told you before we're going to play <laughs> a game that I like to call the famous <laughs> Fast Five Quiz. It's all about the Olympics. You guys have no idea about these questions. Play along at home. <laughs> See if you can beat these guys. See if you can get the answer out a little bit quicker. Um, Wait, your names we, are your buzzers. Like a buzzer? Yeah, your oh, name definitely. is your buzzer. What? No. It's not, it. not a high-tech show that we've got going on here. I don't have a special buzzer. I didn't buzzer. ask for a buzzer. Oh, we need to get buzzers. No, before. Josh get wanted get a buzzer. buzzer.
1: <laughs> see ya. <laughs> can,
0: we, can we make buzzers? Do you want to make a buzzer?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Go on then. What do you got?
1: My buzzer's Josh. <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's just gonna confuse me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay,
1: mommy's gonna, like, <laughs> um, gonna be Josh, and we're like, What? Um, my buzz is gonna be
0: ready. Okay, that works, that's fine. If you okay, think you can get that out quick enough, go for it.
3: Action. Is
2: that your buzzer? Oh, wait, wait. What's my buzzer?
0: I'm I don't know. To say-
2: yeah,
3: you or- got to pick a buzzer. you got to pick a buzzer. buzzer so you got to pick yours.
2: Are you going to go something along the lines of Josh? Are you just going to say an eight?
1: Yeah, that's Josh. mine.
0: That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> that's a weird All right. Roll the questions. Awesome. All right. We, yeah, we've got to keep moving. People are starting to tune out. All right. So question Coming one. There. Question one. Everyone always remembers in 2008, the incredible finish, Michael Phelps, touching out the Serbian Tab- uh, oh.
1: No. <laughs> in the man's
0: 100-meter butterfly. People often forget who actually came third and got the bronze medal. Do you oh. know? Ring, ring, ring. Andrew Lord of I got it. Oh, no. Excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I <got> that first. <laughs> I got That's me.
3: That's me. No, the, no, I
0: got that first. And I was
3: going to say An- no,
1: no, you're Andrew. You're cut. You're cut.
0: Listen, yeah. I've got to tell you, I did not anticipate the lag in the Zoom thing playing yeah. a part in these answers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll
2: give you
0: one each. How about that? I'll give you one each. Josh and Lockett. Yeah, one thank you.
1: Each. Yeah. That's cheating. I was, uh, was going to get that run. Right. No. Well, I,
0: with the lag, I can't say, you know, I've got to be fair here, Lani. I've got to be fair. <laughs> now, Eric the Eel uh, became the first instant star in 2000 when he swam in the heat on his own in the 100-meter freestyle. His two other competitors got disqualified. They fell in early. Um, what I want to ask you is who can guess the closest time to what he actually swam in that what heat? What year was it? 2000. Didn't he? 2000? Yeah.
1: Well, here's the thing. I did a, I did a project on Eric Moussabao oh, no. in French <laughs> class. In French class because Equatorial Guinea is a French-speaking country. <laughs> I, but I can't remember the time. I, I'm gonna say one minute twelve.
2: One hundred freestyle in two thousand. Yeah, you take
0: your guess. Yeah. Go on, take your guess. I'm gonna write that down. One twelve. Yep. Lani, what do you think he swam? Eric the eel. Now keep in mind, if you if you've seen the no, footage of wait, him swimming, it wasn't really, overly can fast. I change, can I change? Can I change
1: mine,
2: Robbie? No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> no, <I> went,
0: <laughs> no. Damn it! I went too fast. Yeah, guy, Lani. Oh, you go
2: fifty-nine. Unlock. Bye, Josh.
0: I got one forty-three. What All right, uh, one forty-three is the closest. He went one fifty-two. Left the building. Yes, what he do you went one fifty-two. And Josh, you know unhappy I that he, who? Josh.
3: I was it was like iconic. He I don't, don't even know what Eric name he, is. He's like the guy <laughs> from. It was like an African country. And he was like, oh, so slow. But like, he didn't even have like a pool to train out of. No, like, he trained like in, a,
0: in just a lake or a river or something with like croc infested. Oh, yeah, like yeah. he was
3: there on like universality or whatever that is. And the two other people in his heat, they fell in and got DQ'd. So he was the only one in the first heat of 100 free. And yeah, okay. it took him like, yeah, or well, a minute 50. And yeah. Okay. Iconic. Thank Hectic. you, Locke.
0: Thank you for that. I, I, I appreciate think Josh you. left. Josh Josh did. was unhappy that he couldn't um, redo his his answer again. So I think he's just, yeah, he's spat the dummy and he's out now. So I don't know. We'll see when he yeah, goes. back.
3: Yeah, I beat him out twice. so
0: <laughs> He's done. I'm going to keep going because this is a show that can't stop. So we're going to keep going. Uh, question three for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me one of the new sports being introduced to the Olympic program this year Dab, in Tokyo. Dab, Dab,
2: Dab, 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 Dab. Yep, go. Oh. <laughs> um, surfing. That is skateboarding, and then there's break dancing,
3: and
0: there's. Yeah, and you I only had to give one. Well, I
2: don't care. I just got three points, so I'm winning.
0: <laughs> you, don't, you don't get three points for that. Just one point. One. one. Well, point.
2: I still win. Dab. You get.
0: Yeah, that's right. You got back two well one. One. I think you'll be ready for this next one, too. So it just depends on how quick you are. Uh, who are the flag bearers for Australia in Dab- Tokyo? Oh.
2: Kate and Paul Bellepat. No, no. Bill Bellepat. <laughs> Yeet. Patrick. Patty Mills.
0: <laughs> Patty Mills. Oh,
2: not- oh, it yeah, it is. <laughs> his, his Instagram is Bellepat. Sorry. I'm just going to go with that. Is
0: that a point each? Or yeah, that that's even? a point each. All right, I'll give you a point each.
2: Yeah. So Means there, Lachlan's in front. I don't yeah. know where Josh I can't is. I Josh did. Uh, I'm, this um, Shows the professionalism of him. Oh, I'm
0: tipping his he, whatever he was using as run out of charge or Bucks something. Suck, like that. Maybe he's <laughs> driving over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's maybe it's he's unhappy. Uh, where are we? So number <laughs> five, number five. So Locke, if you get this, you're you, you're good. You're the winner. 2016, the women's hundred freestyle was a tie. Uh, oh.
2: yeah and
0: Simone Manuel. Yes. Oh, all right. So we've got three each. We've got to go to the tiebreaker. Got to go to the tiebreaker. I'm glad I wrote this down. I actually wasn't going to write down. I feel like breaker, we should but... be in
2: the same room for this one. of us is going to look very
0: injured. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, the tiebreaker yeah. is. Here we go. Who are the Aussie athletes racing for our country in Tokyo in the 10-kilometer open water? Dave. tired same-
2: Karina Lee, That's one each.
0: <laughs> You're we got... supposed, to, supposed to say both of them lock. <laughs> oh well.
2: Game. Yeah. Finish on top. Well Josh, done. Josh, all right. It was
0: it was a tie. That's and Josh's Josh's fair dinkum. He's gone. He's off the planet. He's out.
2: But he's probably being a real athlete and going to bed for training in the morning.
0: Mate, it's Tom. not a good start. It's, it's not a good start. Probably at eight thirty.
2: Mate, bedtime
0: was twenty minutes ago. He used to run his own podcast. I thought he was better than this. Anyway, yeah, I know. A little, <laughs> little bit disappointed.
2: Disappointing. That's okay. <laughs> That's we can. It's not. I'm not
0: mad. I'm, just, I'm disappointed. just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. I thought got, he was
2: better than
0: this. I've got that conversation ready for my daughter as she gets older as well. Don't worry. Um, oh, no. <laughs> for you guys tomorrow morning. What are you up in the morning? What time's training? What's it look like?
2: Um, training is. I think 5.15, we get to the pool, and then 5.30 in the water. The others will be doing spin in the morning, Lachlan spin, yeah. swim, a so, little
3: swim. Uh, no, no. So I'm up at 4.30 tomorrow. Then, yeah, got spin at 5.30 for an hour or just under an hour, maybe mm. like half up. Yeah. But then normally I would get in, but at the moment I can't train fully because I'm uh, training at the casino to be a game stealer. So that's been... Pretty,
0: pretty hectic, yeah. Seven till three, five days a week, five weeks. Uh, yeah. Hey, look who it is, hey guys! Way. Look You're back. Oh, back. <laughs> I'm,
3: back. Um, oh, I'm back.
0: My my, my phone just, phone just completely died, and it's like got full charge. I don't know what happened, but I'm back. I'm on my laptop now.
2: Okay. Oh,
0: I didn't want to say anything, but first of all, we we finished the game. Oh, okay. We just played on without you. um It's going to be no surprise Did I to you, win? But, but you lost. No, and you lost. Secondly, we we were also very disappointed, mate, in the fact that you've run your own podcast before, so you, you should be better than that. And you've you've allowed your phone to to die.
1: <laughs> I didn't, I, it, dude. It literally, I don't know what happened. It just died. Like it, it's Look, got full charge hear it and, and it just Jesus, turned off. Like, oh. Sorry, I want to I'm, like
2: I'm not angry, just
1: disappointed. A bit defensive. <laughs> you know the thing when I when I did my own podcast. <laughs> I had full control. <laughs> I had I was on my laptop. I was had all the equipment here it's like it's just my phone, you know. Next, next
2: but anyway. My my
3: laptop laptop out.
2: Yeah, how's the laptop there. <laughs> 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 um, so back onto the topic of conversation. <laughs> hey, what are we talking about? time? We were talking about training in the morning and how you guys will be doing spin and Lach- and. Oh yeah casino worker, so he's preoccupied. Um, yeah. well, do you have a, a game of choice? I've got to ask
0: you, do you have a game of choice you're keen to get amongst when you when you get accredited and you're in there?
3: Well, g- going into it, I thought we'd learn a few and ideally blackjack, but we had to do a math test in the group interview and I apparently did good on it, so I got given roulette, wow.
0: which I
3: thought was easy, but man, that shit is hard. There's so much <laughs> math. I'm end of every day my brain is just fried there's so much to know and it's just ridiculous way more than what i thought like
0: yeah i mean that's rough. that's right up my alley roulette that's my favorite any casino yeah, if you it's, it's i like
2: pokies good- that's <gasps> all that's
3: all roulette's great if you're a player it's easy you just throw a chip down whatever but doing it as a games deal i've got to know my 35 times tables 17 times tables Eleven, eight, everything else, and add it all together in my
0: head. Mm-hmm. I'd like to uh, talk myself up and say that I've stumped many uh, guys at the table and made them think a lot, but I don't ever win that much that people have to really count too much to work <laughs> out how much how many chips they've got to give me. It's not that much, uh, Josh. Uh, Josh, what are you up to in the morning, mate? I, I just got discouraged.
2: Uh,
1: well, after training, I'll I'll probably come Who's home. This? and then I'll make breakfast and then I'll sleep uh, and then I'll eat lunch and then I'll do nothing for a few hours and then I'll come back to training. Cool so really exciting stuff coming into it. <laughs> that does yeah. sound exciting. That's, that's it. That's
0: my day.
2: He just meant, do you have swimming? stuff tomorrow. Are you doing, swimming? Are you doing gym? Like, oh. not, not the full day of oh. <laughs>
0: That's all right. It's nice to know what people uh, are doing tomorrow. I mean, I can give you the rundown yeah, of my day. Out, but I can put you to sleep, but I mean. I was just
2: letting you know. I was trying to be helpful.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Yeah.
1: Training. Oh, <laughs> <down>. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll do spin. I don't normally do spin back home. But... Can I talk? Yeah, go yeah. for it. Lani? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so I'll do spin. And then um, I'll just do the set. I'm, I'm still – I've been sick for like the past couple weeks. Mm. I don't know what – I think I have like the flu or something. But I'm, I'm getting better now, so I'm sort of getting back into full training. So I'm not doing – not like that other flu, is it? You've got to watch back. out
0: for that other flu, mate.
1: Which one? No, it's what? not the big – It's yeah. not the big rona. It's not the rona. Look, i
2: not, not the big one. It's no, it's it's true. I don't know
0: what it is, but you it's, gotta watch out it hasn't been great. But I'm getting better, so – Oh, Get on the mend. Get on the mend. I think yeah. we'll wrap it up there, guys, before this uh, goes right down the hill. So, thank you very much for coming on board. Um, it's been a, a great show to kick us all off. I think you've all debuted very well, except for Josh, who forgot to <gasps> charge his phone and uh, fell out. Missed the whole thing. It's game. charged. Well, it just know. died. I, I would like proof of your charge. I don't know what
2: to
1: tell you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You Where? should be. 2021 be,
2: mate people's sorry, shouldn't be die just be better
0: yeah just be yeah, better that's an right story, how does yeah. that just be better i like that just be, hey yeah okay. be nice no, to give- no, look guys I'll,
1: I'll take that i'll take that on the yeah. chin yeah.
0: i
2: messed up it's okay up. next week
1: he's <laughs> got to take it on
0: the chin um, <laughs> 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 Sorry, yeah. that was an amazing there goal. we go and we finished right where we started no, i'm not coming back next week guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> so do we still get our shirts
1: Or oh. yeah wait if you could not anymore Rani, you can have yours actually no neither of you can get it <laughs> oh. yeah
0: it was a turn you guys have uh, okay. yeah, as I said, 10, debuted maybe. very well. If I was to give you a you know a mark out of ten, Josh, I'll give you about a six because you, you were doing well, but you fizzed out at the end when you you know fell flat. Lani, oh, I'll give 10. you an eight uh, lock. I'll give you a nine. I think you did pretty strong lock. I think you've done Whoa. well. Hold on.
2: We have this thing at swimming. Well, I have this thing at swimming. Um, and based on like the week, how much people have annoyed me, I have this pyramid
1: mm-hmm. and it's
2: like off dance arms. Some of the kids or the young girls watching like might understand what I'm talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and for the past like two weeks that Lachlan has actually been at Griffith training with us, he's been the top every week without failure. So
0: yeah. well, there you winning streak is still much
2: anything.
1: Guys, can I just hold on one second? Yeah, um, go for it, mate. I can't be the loser. I don't want to be the loser. That kind of sucks. Well, you are. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't help
0: it if you've if you just dropped off the face of the earth and we did half the show without you. I can't help that.
2: Dude, it was man. minutes oh, mate, it, was,
0: it was probably the five most important the quiz, five minutes of the show won every- Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> look, you weren't invited to dinner You lost the quiz You dipped on yeah, the interview look, <laughs> I just think you're going to have to accept today I'm not going to lie
0: today. It not so great it's very funny. Uh, sorry, mate. Three weeks,
2: we sorry, mate. We yeah.
0: love you, yeah. and you're wrapping the t shirt for anyone who wants some merch. By the way, yeah. um, just jump into the, the DMs there, we can get some for you. I don't have a price on it yet, but oh, I think they look pretty good. Is it on the back? Can you turn around, mate, please? Is it on the back as well? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. there you go. Yes, it is. Thank you. Right. Yeah, so, so you wish you had one lucky. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lani's definitely turned up like she was doing an interview for no, Sunrise no, or something. I
2: had a nail appointment, and I hate them. So we're not going to talk about
0: that. Please nail hold.
2: Please, yeah. fucking hold. And then <laughs> the, we walked the dogs, and it was a little bit cold, and I didn't really want to bother Taylor and ask for a jumper, so I just decided I'd wear my blazer. I'm wearing jeans. They don't go together. Right, they
0: look sharp. You look oh, professional. I like it.
2: Where the dirt came from like the recent much love
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you very much for joining us now to play us out here is a song by Vareso the mastermind behind all the music on off the block swimming podcast it's called summer rain featuring mythos uh scene? I don't know how to say it, but anyway you'll soon hear it find it on Spotify YouTube under Vareso I know he's a friend of mine uh but he is definitely a talent that you need to follow also like and subscribe Whatever you crazy kids do these days, I don't know. I don't get around it. But if you are someone who makes music uh, or if you guys here on the podcast uh, know anybody who is a talented musician, please uh, DM me. I'm happy to play some songs here on the podcast at the end. I think it'd be a great way to get some uh, exposure for you guys out there. I'm all about that. So make sure you hit us up there. Until next week, I'm Robbie Cox. This is Off The Blocks. Uh, the OTB crew, sorry, he was, he slipped straight back into habit off the blocks and podcast. This is not off the blocks. This is wow. very different. We would certainly not be talking about tug of war and tugging things on off the blocks. That's for sure. The OTB crew, have a great week, guys. Show the Aussies in Tokyo. Stay out of trouble and see ya. I
1: waited for
0: you to come. i look around and i stare
1: open to see you somewhere
0: The voice echoes
1: in my...